It's me, DJ Envy, with the word of the day. Subscribe. That's it. That's the word. The Alive Podcast Network is global streaming platform that curates the best black creative content in one spot. Just for you, tap in today for $5 in iOS, Android, and AlivePodcastNetwork.com. Finally, a podcast network that understands the assignment. The Alive Podcast Network has launched the world's first content distribution app tailored by and for podcasters and listeners of color. Subscribers will enjoy a wide variety of shows ranging from spiritual to comedic to inspirational. Podcasters can house their content and merch in one spot and monetize from a central location. Visit AlivePodcastNetwork.com coming soon to iOS and Android. Sign up today to get a six-month subscription for $20. You can thank me later. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You are now tuning into the Positive Deposit Podcast, where we transform minds and change lives. I am your host, Presley Nelson Jr., two-time survivor, proud president of Positive Deposits. And I have such a special guest with me today, uh, longtime friend, Howard Hero, Edgewood. You know, I, I, can go, <laughs> I can go on and on, um, but I have none other then Jennifer Jackson. Yes, Jennifer Jackson with me today. So, so, so proud um, of you for coming on and, and sharing your, your journey. So I'm gonna give you the floor for a little bit. Don't go too much into what we're about to talk about, but I wanna give the floor to you, Jennifer. Uh, well, thank you for having me on the show. Um, I am a breast cancer survivor. I was diagnosed at the age of 33. Um, I am now 38 and um, thriving, living well, healthy, um, and just feeling so much different than I did when I started this journey. Absolutely, absolutely. So let's just jump right into it, right? This is a, a great, courageous conversation. And so talk to me about when you got diagnosed, what, what was going on at that time? Um, so the way I like to describe it is, my mind, in my mind, I was living in this fairy tale. So I had um, just married this really wonderful guy. Um, and he's pretty dope. I'll be seeing y'all. He's pretty dope. So uh, <laughs> he's he's a really wonderful guy. Um, and so we got we were married and you know starting our lives together and so I was basically just one day so the other misconception that there is is that a lot of people think that breast cancer just comes from in the form of a lump you know that it's detected just by like feeling it on the first or just you know doing your routine um breast checks um but it was that was not the case for me and I am the only person that I know of um that has that discovered breast cancer the way that I did and so what happened to me is I just woke up one day and I looked like on the bed sheets and and on my clothing and um and I was like what is this and it was this blood um and it was a bloody discharge that had come from my nipple and I am such a scaredy cat and so I hate the doctor I hate just needles and all that stuff so I old Jen would have been like, ah, it'll be fine. It'll be, it'll go away. And I did that maybe for a week or or two. And then I was like, okay, 
this, it, and it wasn't like a lot of blood. It wasn't like gushing out or anything crazy like right. that, but it was definitely noticeable. Um, and so I went to the OBGYN um, first. I don't know why I did that, but that's what I did. And she was like, don't worry. It's probably, you know, blah, blah, blah. And so I'm just like, okay, worst thing you can do in a situation like this is go to WebMD. Of so I'd already- It's the devil. <laughs> So the first thing I do is go to WebMD and I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to die. <laughs> and just stupid. But anyway, so go to the, you know, um, the OB and she's like, okay, we're going to have you go get a mammogram, blah, blah, blah. So we do all the things, go get a mammogram. Mind you, I'm 33. And so I was just like, you know, no family history of it. I'm 33. You know, everyone's like, oh, you don't have to worry about any of that till you're 40. No, wrong. And so basically um, the mammogram, they, they saw something in the mammogram and they said, okay, we need to do a, a, like a sonogram kind of thing. Wow. Um, and they did that. And she was like, uh, okay, we need to do a biopsy. So one thing led to another. And literally a few weeks later, I got, you know, I had the, the biopsy, um, like a few days later. And then like a few days after that, I was diagnosed, um, and the doctor called and said, Hey, I did your biopsy and it has come back, uh, that you are positive for breast cancer. And wow. the sucky part about that is that there were no details. So you like, you know, he wasn't like, Oh, you know, you're going to be fine. You're going to live. It's only, you know, you caught it early. I didn't know anything. And so he's like, all, I'm, all I am is just delivering the message. You will now go to another doctor who will then treat you and tell you what, your, what the, recommend, the recommended treatment plan is, and you'll go from there. Wow. So at this point, you're just in an assembly line, right? You're like, here, here's your diet. You got the biopsy now. Yeah. Okay. You go to that next doctor. He'll tell you more. Yeah. And part. then and, and the crazy part is that, so I got diagnosed July 20 or June 29th yeah. and it was a holiday weekend the fourth was coming up so they were like well there's no appointments right now you're gonna have to wait until after the holiday weekend so I'm like flipping through my calendar like um that's a really long time so I literally spent that entire weekend in tears and just like freaking out um and it was, it was a really sucky place to be in. I would not recommend that they handle that the same way that they did for me with other people, but you know. So in that, in that space that you were at, you know, um, what, what's one, what's one word that describes where you, what, what you were feeling after the fear, <laughs> fear. Yeah. absolute fear, because I'm just like, you know, you're thinking of all the things you've seen on TV and all the stories of like, you know, Gladys from church who had, you know, breast cancer and lost her hair. And, you know, so yeah. it's just like, am I going to lose my hair? You know, right. women don't play about their hair and, yeah. you know, my hair, am I going to lose my breast? It's so many things that are going through your mind and there's no one there to say, all right, don't worry about it. This is the plan. Cause I'm a person that I can get over any hump as long as I can like figure out what the plan is. If plan A doesn't work. All right. I'm already figuring out plan right, B. And right. C. Right. So, so you got the diagnosis, you know, you have this fear and um, 
did you immediately have to go into treatment at that point? Um, so I got the diagnosis. They sat me down and told me everything and told me what they recommended. And so what they recommended happened first was first, first thing was, do you have kids? Mm. And I'm like, no. And they're like, do you want kids? And I'm like, yes. And they're like, okay, we're going to need to freeze your eggs. That was a whole nother thing that I hadn't right. even thought about. And so I'm like, wait, what? And they're like, yeah, because the treatment can put you in menopause and you could never have kids again, Absolutely. possibly. Yeah. So that was like the first thing. And it, you know, that was a whole nother thing um, that I was like stressed out about. But in, in the grand scheme of things, that was the easiest part in all of it. So um, I went through with- Frozen? I froze them. They might be freezer burned now, but I still got some. <laughs> Now they send well nice. Okay. That's awesome. Um, yeah. So I um, went through with that, then went through with the double mastectomy um, wow. with reconstruction. So did that. So you didn't have to that. do chemotherapy. You didn't have to do any of that. No, I, I'm, yeah, I did do. So after, after I healed from that, then I went on oh. to chemo. So wait, 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 time out. So you got the double mastectomy and then you had to go through chemo? Yes, because they wanted to make sure that anything left, anything that's possibly still living, thriving in that tissue, even though they had removed as much as they could, they wanted yeah. to make sure that there was nothing else still in there. Of course. So the chemo was going to kill that. Yeah. Now, granted, how was that chemo? Chemo was hard. I wouldn't wish that on anybody. It was really, really hard. But you know, what's crazy is that some people, I have some breasties that, you know, they went through it and, it, you know, it was like, I'm tired or I, you know, things are not regular, yeah. but, um, but I was like, just curled up in a ball. Yeah. Now, now what are some of the side effects? Cause I know er chemo affects everybody different. Like for me, the first time when I had um, large B-cell lymphoma, very rare type of cancer, I had to have an aggressive chemo called R-CHOP. Now, R-CHOP, you only could take it once every three weeks, right? But when I tell you hair, eyebrows, every everything, gone, everything. gone. Yeah, yeah. And sense of taste was off. It was, it was crazy, you know? So what were some of the side effects for you um, when it, with chemotherapy? Um, for me, the worst part was the body aches. Um, it was just, so I literally had what I called a hell week. So after I would usually go on a Friday to chemo and then by Saturday night or Sunday, that's when the side effects started. So I had, um, really, really bad nausea. Um, and, uh, the body aches were just really, really bad. Other than that, I mean, everything else was just like, all right, I can handle yeah, this, you know, yeah. um, being tired and all that stuff. But, oh, I forgot one other part, the chemo rash. I had this chemo rash that was you literally, the chemo rash? Oh, I it heard was so much about the chemo rash. Ooh. It was gross. It was, Worse than it chicken was pie? bad. Yeah, it was, it was bad because, you know, Usually, you know, people lose their hair and they're like, okay, you got a cute little head, you got a cute little face. She's just gonna, yeah. you know, draw some eyebrows on. But I had this this rash that was all over my head, my basically from here up. Um, wow. 
And it was just, in like seeing yourself in the mirror, like there were so many times I just was like, I'm not looking at myself in the mirror because yeah. it makes it feel like, dang, I am literally going through this. I am literally fighting cancer. And that is something that, you know, like obviously it's a reality, but sometimes you're just like, I don't want to think about it right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I've heard about the chemo rash, but, you know, definitely never experienced. So I can only imagine, you know, this, this new transformation you know, and, 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 and the beauty is that the beauty of us, we, we, when this happens, it's like, you know what I mean? And it's like, and, and you, and it, it points me into the, where I'm about to take this, how was your support system? You know, like what, you know, how did people step up? Did you have, you know, what was your regimen? What, what, what was your, you know, um, your non-negotiables when it came to your support? So luckily I had a really supportive husband. Um, yeah. We are not together but anymore, but um, during that time, he was awesome. He was so supportive and loving and kind. And, you know, there was times where I couldn't even open a can of like, of soda water. Like he had to come and do that. I was that weak. Um, but I had a really supportive um uh, home life. And then yeah. I had my, my girlfriends and my guy friends, everybody basically like did things on a really big scale and a smaller scale. It, it was just all very, very heartfelt. Like some people were just like, Oh, we're going to make sure you have meals every, Absolutely. you know, every day when you get out from your surgery or, you know, um, people sending like little gifts and flowers yeah. and things like that. Those little things put a smile on your face for sure. No, absolutely. I mean, um, the support is real. You know, one thing that like I was that's why I asked non-negotiables is because, you know, some people don't know how to support a cancer. Yeah. Right. You know, someone that's going through survivorship. And so my number one rule is like, if you're going to start crying, if you're going to talk about dying. No, see, I didn't deal with that. Everyone was like, girl, if anybody's going to beat this, it's you. So like, don't see, worry about it. And see, that's dope. And I, yeah. And I mean, I think that is the biggest thing too, is that um, you set the tone and, you know, I was like, look, we don't have to talk about cancer all the time. Exactly. You can just call me and be like, girl, did you see this, that meme on it or whatever, you know, like anything, <laughs> right, right. you know, we could talk about whatever. And so, um, and that's usually how it went or people would just, you know, call me during my hell week and say, how are you feeling? You good? Do I, you know, do you want me to come visit? I'll come and sit on the couch with you or whatever. So those little things are really, were really nice, but you know, I would say my biggest recommendation is just having the mental endurance and the positive mindset going into it. So how did you get to that space, right? You know, you go to a space from fear and now you're adjusting your mind. Like what are some mantras you may have told yourself? What are some things that allowed you to be positive? Because it's not easy. Listen, I'm from Oakland. <laughs> okay. I'm from Oakland. Um, I grew, I mean, I didn't have like a rough, you know, upbringing, but I, I, I learned to make the best of what I had. And yeah. Things have not always been peaches and cream. And it has been me just being like, all right, girl, you're trying to get from here to here. What you got to do? What are you going to do? You want to get through it, right? Because I'm one of those impatient people. I'm like, I really don't want to do this, but let's get it over with. And um, that's just always been what I've done. You know, I moved from California to DC to go to Howard 
as a transfer student with no housing. And yeah. I brought my three suitcases and traveled by myself and I figured it out. Absolutely. And this, you know, and it's been like that mentality for every other hurdle that I've had to get over in my life. And so, you know, it's not always easy. Sometimes you just gotta be like, look, girl, let's just break it down in little, little baby steps. You know, we're gonna get the eggs frozen. We're gonna get the mastectomy. We're gonna learn to love our, what we got. We're gonna, you know, go through the chemo <laughs> yeah, part yeah. and we're just gonna get through it. And then, you know, it'll be over. And, or at least the, the hardest parts of it will be over. Right, right. And so it leads me to ask you, you know, how did you share the news? You know, like, how did you uh, let people in? Cause I know it's not, it wasn't easy. You know, I am somebody that really, really does uh, appreciate the support. I'm an only child. So my friends are my sisters and brothers. Absolutely. So I, and I'm also a very open book. You know, I will tell you pretty much anything if you ask me. <laughs> and so <laughs> that, this was no different. It was like, look, and, and I also like use humor in, in every hardship and in, in just in general, but you know, I'm like, look, girl, I'm getting some new boobs. It's going to be great. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Um, and so there were times where I was just very like, Hey, it it is what it is. We got to get through it. And then there were times where I was like, Oh my God, my hair is going to, you know, going to be gone. And what is my husband going to think? And all this stuff. And I had people that were around me, like your hair doesn't matter. Your hair is going to grow back. You're going to be beautiful with, with it, with, or without it. You know, you're going to have new boobs that you're going to love and all that kind of stuff. So you know, it, all of that stuff helps. So, I mean, the one thing you said about the humor, I mean, for the years I've known you, you always have made a, a, either a humorous situation out of anything, like it's just always positive. So to this was only just another way to turn that positivity and that humor to, to into survivorship and healing. And so I commend you for that because it's not it's not easy, you okay. know, like like um, going through that, especially a double mastectomy. Like, how do you feel about that? Let's, let's, I'm gonna dive into that a little bit. Having the double mastectomy. You know, every day for me right now um, is, it's, it's hard. You know, there's some days where I wake up and I'm like, all right, here we go. And yeah. then there's some days where I'm like, oh, I just miss my old boobs. And the thing about it is, you know, what I had before wasn't the best, you know, yeah. wasn't you know amazing but they were mine and that was right. what mattered to me um and then you know you think of like s- silly things like what's my husband gonna think what right. is you know and now I'm in a in a space where I'm getting back out there to start dating again and that's something that you know sometimes I get a little you know nervous about but at the end of the day whoever comes in my in my life is going to have to accept me for every every scar every flaw every everything absolutely and if you cannot you can keep rolling (laughs) no I mean and that's and that's real man you know because um you are who you are right and we get sometimes in dating I'm going to go side sidebar that it's all about the per, you know, the physical and all these things. Oh, but yeah. It's always like that, right? But at the end of the day, your self-confidence, if you got that Jill Scott confidence and, you know, it, that's all that really matters. And so, mm-hmm. you know, I always wonder, you know, some people like, look, take it or whatever. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's not, that's not all of what it is. So, you know, um, 
And so like, it just seems that like, you, you've been not only a trooper, you've been a true warrior, you know what I mean? Like with this and um, because to go through the surgeries, the, from the biopsy to the, to the surgery, then go to chemo. Did you have to do radiation? No, thank God. Okay, okay. Um, because I know some people did have to go through radiation and that's a whole nother beast in it. In yeah, it. no, I know some people that went through radiation and they were like, that was worse for me than chemo. So yeah. I was very thankful that like I got over that, got past, you know, I dodged that bullet. Yeah, yeah, so absolutely, absolutely. So after treatment, what'd you do next? You know what I mean? Like what was, what was like the first thing you did after you finished treatment? you know, outside of ring the bell? Um, I felt so empowered and so just thankful and grateful to have overcome something that was trying to kill me. Yeah. And I literally just wanted to share my story and try to inspire other women, mainly young women. And I know, you know, everyone's like, why young women? And I'm like, young women, because, you know, we are, you know, we think more about the superficial BS that really doesn't matter. But when yeah. you're in it and you're like, my hair, my boobs, my, you know, it's, it's something that it really doesn't matter, but you don't really learn that until you get to, to the other side. And yeah. so I wanted, and I still am trying to connect with young women that are fighting breast cancer to just tell them like, look, girl, you're going to be a bad B no matter what. Yeah, your hair is yeah. going to grow back, you know, it's going to be all good. Um, and so that was what I wanted to do. I started blogging and yeah. um, connecting with women on um, social media, which has allowed me to kind of create this, this circle um, yeah. of women that, you know, we will, you know, we talk all the time and we, you know, when yeah. we were going through it, it was great to have them because you know, three, there were three of us that went through it all at the same time. And wow. um, one of which was pregnant when she got diagnosed. Wow. Yeah. And she, she was the one I was literally going into chemo and I found this, I had found her like maybe a week or two before. And I was just like, she lives in Maryland. She's going through breast cancer. I should reach out to her. You know, she's a, a black woman Absolutely. and I, on the ride to chemo, I messaged her, I DM'd her on Instagram and was like, I'm about to go to my first round of chemo and I am scared shitless. Yeah. And she said, what's your number? Wow. And she, we text the entire time. She was like, this part is, she was like, today is going to be the easy part. The other, the other days after this, you know, after the side effects kick in, that's when it's going to be a little bit harder, but you're still going to get it. And so we have just formed this community of women that are just amazing. See, that's, that's, that's so dope, man. And it is, it's so, I love, the one thing I love about cancer is that it unites us in so many different ways. We don't have to know each other. We, we, people just jump right in because we've been through that journey, whether hell and back, you know, uh, chemo surgeries, you know, the whole nine, you know, um, and so that's pretty dope. Um, I definitely, one thing I respect about breast cancer survivors, I have to tell this to you, you know, I recently, I, I saw an ad uh, for, for the breast of us, that's an Instagram, I don't know if you know about them, but yes, I do. Yes, mm -hmm. you see, 
you saw the ad that they did where they, I don't know if you saw it, but they did the post where they showed their breasts. Like they had, mm-hmm. like, that was so powerful. Jasmine, yeah. she's been on the show before. I don't know if you saw our interview. She's super dope. But um, yeah. I'm gonna connect y'all. Like she, we're, she's definitely, that statement right there, I said, that's, that's next level. That's next level, you know, yeah. to do that. Cause it takes, it takes a lot of confidence, courage and vulnerability. Absolutely. To, to yeah. share, you know, what, you know, this scar that is not a scar, but it's just the sacrifice to stay alive. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's. And it's a really vulnerable place to be in sometimes to, yeah. you know, to be that brave, to show that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you probably be on there too. I, I mean, you know, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. We're going to work we'll see, up to we'll that. See, we'll see. Um, so, you know what I mean? I know, um, so what are you doing now? You know, like what is, what is, what is Jennifer doing? I know now that you moved, right? I just moved, um, starting a new chapter. I just moved right. literally like less than a week ago to Houston. Okay. And I, I, need to come I, so, I definitely need to come. Yes. Visit. Yes. I love it here already. Okay. Uh, it's weird to like drive down the street and not hear people honking their horns and not see a million <laughs> people in business suits in a rush to get to really nowhere important. How the um, South changes your point of view. <laughs> I, I'm like, look, I am loving it. It's just way more chill, less pretentious from what I've seen so far. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I love it. So right now I'm just ready to, um, embark on this new chapter, this new journey um, of just living and thriving and finding joy and peace. That's what's most important to me right now. Um, so that's what I'm doing. Well, you're looking good doing it because I've seen Thank the you. where you were a, a, a baddie, baldy, you know what I mean? You didn't care. You had your doobie wraps and now you got a whole head full of hair. Like, look at God. Look, look at God. God is good. Okay? Absolutely. Absolutely. Are you currently, um, you know, doing any work with other, you know, in your community? Are you thinking about starting anything or, you know? um... I am. There's just been, it's been a hell of a few, last few years. So I have, there is a brainchild that I uh, would like to start, but I mean, that I've shared with you, I think a while ago, but I have not um, actually done anything with it yet. But um, now that things are kind of slowing down, um, I'm definitely going to pursue it because I really do want to start um, something for young women of color going through this. You know, there's a million support systems, but it's really about, for me, um, what helped me is being around women that look like me, that can understand what I'm going through, that can understand, you know, how sometimes doctors just kind of just shoo you along and they don't, you know, really take the time to think about who you are and what you need and what your needs are. Um, So my goal is to just start some sort of organization that will allow us um, to connect with young women of color going through this. Well, I know, you know, if anybody can do it, you can. And and, uh, we've already had our conversations. And so, you know, um, and I and I think that is is necessary. You know, um, one thing that I'm I'm big on. That's why I started Positive Deposits. Not only to touch breast cancer survivors like you, but just everyone. And you know, um, I'll just say this. You know, I need you to start your movement because there's a movement that is coming 
And I need you to be a part of that, you know? Yeah. I'm not going to give it out on this episode, but. <laughs> not yet, not yet. Not yet, not yet. <laughs> but it's, it's, I think it's so important, you know, to see, this is see you smile right now. You see what I'm saying? You would never know unless you shared, right? Mm-hmm. That's the powerful thing about us as cancer survivors. We're superheroes and we don't even know it. You yeah. know, and the courage that it takes for you to even come on this show, I have to give you your flowers, you know, Thank because you. it takes time to do this, right? But yeah. also too, it's gonna help somebody else that was that feeling is the exactly same, the goal. Same way. Yes. And that's that's the reason why we do this here on the Positive Deposit Podcast. So yeah. as we come to the final hour, as I was saying. Okay. What are three positive deposits that you would share with an, a mostly recently diagnosed uh, person with breast cancer or someone that's after, you know, the treatment is still maybe struggling or trying to push through um, or a family member, you know, that needs to support a, yes. another family member? Just three that comes to mind. Um, first thing is find your tribe mm, okay. um, or actually no. First thing is check your mindset, find out, figure out um, what you need to do in order to endure this crazy process that you're about to go through because having a positive mindset and a positive attitude is really, really key in getting you through it. You know, like I said, humor was something that was so instrumental in me getting through it and just laughing at myself and just being like, you know, sometimes it's not always funny, but yeah. in the moments where there I could find humor, I did. And that helped me a lot. Um, and then that also helps other people not be so nervous about like how to talk to you and what to right. say and all that kind of stuff. And then the other, the second thing is find your tribe, find, yeah. figure out how you can connect with women that, that resonate with you, that understand you and that you can talk to because you'll have people that are going to support you family and friends and coworkers yeah. and all that stuff but it's different talking to someone that is actually understanding how you feel absolutely the fear the 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 illness the sickness all that kind of stuff that stuff is important um and then the other thing that we don't talk about enough is supporting the caregiver Ooh. Because that is something that is, you know, very, very overlooked and you have this caregiver and of course you're, you're trying to fight for your life. So you, you know, it's hard to also be like, Hey boo, Hey mom, Hey dad, or whatever, how you doing? Yeah. But if you can, if you can, or if you can tell your friends, Hey, I need you to check on my mom or I need you, you know, that is really, really key because that, you know, they're going, the person that's caring for you during it. They may not be going through it physically, but they're going through it in every other way. Yeah, you couldn't have said it better, man. You know, the mindset, your your tribe, and then the caregivers, because they do matter. They absolutely matter, you know, because they may not be getting the chemo. They may not get in the surgeries, but they're going, mentally, they're going through this journey with you. Yeah. It's, uh, they're important. And so, but man, yo, I appreciate you, Jennifer, for, you know, coming on. I feel like this has been five minutes long. It was very good. I <laughs> I'm so glad you came, you know, experience this, you know, because we are changing minds to change lives. That's, that's, that's where we're transforming minds. So um, where can people find you, you know, on social media, you know, if there's somebody that wants to reach out to you that, uh, how can, how they get in contact with you? 
Um, you can find me on uh, theyoungandthebreastless.com okay. yep. and then also the underscore young and the breastless on Instagram. Okay. Which I'm not on as much anymore, but I'm okay. going to get back to it. Absolutely. And then my personal is Jenny Pins, J-E-N-N-Y-P-E-N-Z. Well, you guys heard it from her. She has three ways you can reach her on her website, on yep. her Instagram and personal Instagram. And so Jennifer, I, I appreciate you coming on the show. This was amazing. Um, you Thanks, are amazing. Chris. No, no doubt. You know what I mean? You are now one of the Howard heroes. Yeah. Our heroes. And you're always a part of the positive deposit family. And so you guys, if you want to catch this, you know where to go. Apple podcast, Spotify podcast, iHeartRadio, you know, even Google for those Android users. And also, of course, go to the website, www.positivedeposits.org. And please feel free. There's a donation button. We can't do this without you. And so with that, I'm signing off. Thanks, Chris.